glass, so DJ turn me up. DJ turn me up. Yeah. I like my music, glass, so DJ turn me up. DJ turn me up. Yeah. I like my music, glass, so DJ turn me up. DJ turn me up. Yeah. I like my music, glass, so DJ turn me up. DJ turn me up. Trying to get hit, music allowed this nigga but hits If I hop on it, then do what you get I just go in like the fit of a switch I come to party, trying to get hit Music allowed this nigga but hits If I hop on it, then do what you get I just go in like the fit of a switch Exactly what the doctor ordered. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to a brand new episode of Kicking It with the King. It's episode 345, baby. We are back. It is May 7th, 2021, ladies and gentlemen. Happy Friday to all. I hope you guys had a work-filled, fun-filled, and eventful-filled week, just as I did, ladies and gentlemen, because there's a lot to talk about on today's show, and there's a lot to cover on today's show, so I mean... Like I said, it's the weekend. For most people, their final day of work is today, and then, you know, Saturday, Sunday. But you know, you know, like one of the craziest things that I like came across reading the other day was like the whole well the one what it was like name one of the craziest things that you still can't get over or some shit like that. And it was like the fact that we work five days and only get two days off. I mean, that's how it's been for the longest time. Like even outside of work, like if you weren't working and you were going to school at the time, like when I was growing up, I was going to school and all that. And, you know, everybody's always looking forward to the weekend. We're always thinking about the weekend, the weekend, the weekend and stuff right there. And then boom, finally the weekend gets here and then it just goes by so fast. And that's literally like, that's literally uh, what it's like when you work as well, too. Um, where is my pipe at? I have my pipe. I have my pen up here, ladies and gentlemen. we got a story to tell you on today's podcast, too. So I had to find my pipe first things first so we can get higher on this episode, ladies and gentlemen. That's why we're here today. Can't start off the show not have any weed, especially when that's what we all we always usually talk about here. <laughs> on the program, but, um, it's good to be back here, ladies and gentlemen, like I said, as always, before we begin, do follow us on social media, um, Pod on Instagram and Twitter, King underscore official on Instagram, obviously, like I said, I have TikTok, Snapchat, Facebook, YouTube, and a little bit of an update for all people who are trying to find all the platforms to follow me on, all my social media, all of everything you want to follow and subscribe and, and check out when it comes to all my posts and everything everything that has to do with me basically ladies and gentlemen you click the link as well in the insta bio it's it, yeah, insta bio takes you directly to everything that you need to follow and that you're curious about liking and subscribing to ladies and gentlemen so it's all in one place it makes it easier for you guys especially when it comes to new podcast episodes and stuff like that too so um 
that will be great to hear, ladies and gentlemen, and obviously great for you guys. I mean, great for myself as well because they did update it recently, so it's a it's a lot different. So I mean, it looks a lot different, and it has the icons on it. So like like I said, check it out for yourself, and you know you'll be able to see. So like uh, you'll be able to see it for yourself. Excuse me, but yeah, like I said, we're available everywhere you get your podcast as well, exclusively on spotify podcast so check us out there leave us a live a five star rating like share rate and review and with the spotify premium i do believe you can download episodes of the podcast as well so if you're one of those people that stay on spotify or stay on itunes and stuff like that by all means however you consume the podcast or consume your podcast be able to uh check those out so uh fun funny thing is uh let's let's take a look at the podcast demographics and the percentages of the platforms because it say anchor gives you uh what's it called uh like it gives you a percentage of men and women and the age groups apparently because you know how you like i like you sign up with a, a spotify and shit like that and you put your age and you put your your um gender if you're a male or female or you know if you don't choose to identify it gives you an option to do that as well um here we go. So here we go. Listening platform. So ninety one percent in the United States have listened to the show. The audience. I mean, of five percent says in France, and go down the list. Of none in Ireland. None in Russia. None in Sweden. Um, listening platform. So Apple Podcasts is seventeen percent when it comes to people listening to it, and uh, other is eighty percent. And Obviously, Spotify, which is the one I've been pushing, is the lowest at 2%. That's not good. I'm just kidding. I mean, I don't mind. Like I said, as many as much as you guys consume the podcast, and I appreciate all the support people give being, you know, um, on Twitter, on Instagram, everywhere you go, man. I just got a, someone shouted me out the other day on, on um, Twitter as well. So I'm like, I generally appreciate each and every one of you guys. So like I said, we, we come here every single week to publish, produce, and put out some of the best episodes that we possibly can. But a lot of stuff to talk about on today's um, episode. I mean, Jake Paul in the news yet again. Um, Jesus Christ. I mean, I, I didn't really... I didn't know the press conference was going on down there. I know they're doing promotion because uh, if you've heard, and if you haven't heard, now you know, but uh, Floyd Mayweather will be boxing Logan Paul. I mean, I know that was kind of talked about a while back. I mean, it fell through because I guess at the time they had said it didn't generate enough interest. Now with what Jake Paul did, crashing the show, stealing Mayweather's hat, getting into a brawl, and it was, it was a huge mess man a mess but you know this guy's really doing the thing this thing you know he's getting people talking about him he's getting people wanting to fight him he's getting people you know interested in you know giving him the attention that he's been waiting for and asking for i mean youtube youtuber turned prize fighter i mean what he's been doing is is pretty i mean like it's pretty impressive got to be honest with you especially when you're thinking about money and stuff like that i mean obviously like i said it's a different thing when people are like oh you know he's gonna come after you or hope you get your ass whooped eventually and you know wishing all you know he you know jake paul's essentially doing some somewhat similar tactics that one conor mcgregor used on his build-up and his rise to greatness and fame and Yet the, yet, yet the thing is, Jake Paul's already had that fame before, and he doesn't need any more fame. But, you know, the fact that he's getting in these great boxing matches and, you know, um, you know, beating up on other YouTubers and stuff has yet to fight a real fighter. All respects to Ben Askren, but, you know, he needs a good fight, like a really good fighter. And like I said, we've talked about a, a few good matchups and, and some matchups that... um 
would make sense for one Jake Paul. I mean, a lot of people want to see some of these. I mean, I know the Tyron Woodley fight was one of those. Um, uh, Tyron Woodley, I mean, and no, everybody, everybody, everybody but the kitchen sink wants to fight Jake Paul. I mean, Mayweather wanted to fight him too. I mean, he was up close and personal with him, a little bit more uh, aggressive than Logan Paul. I mean, Jake Paul, obviously, like I said, for me, if I had to look at it and analyze from when it comes to uh, from a standpoint, I think Jake Paul's a little more aggressive, like you know, more aggressively. But not everyone's hating on. Lo- I don't see as much hate going towards Logan. Um, as much as I do with the Jake Paul, you know, like I said, Jake Paul is pushes the agenda, pushes the beefs and goes a little past the limit at times and stuff like that. I mean, he's been calling out everybody. I mean, he's been talking about Usman on Twitter. I mean, wanting to fight Conor McGregor. I mean, all these boxers, man, it's just, no, I don't know if it was all the boxers, but you know, he, I mean, he seemed interested in wanting to fight Floyd Mayweather. I mean, that's, it shows you what kind of world we live in. It's a crazy-ass world we live in. I mean, it's a crazy-ass world the other day when I'm mentioning the fact that Logan Paul's going to fight Mayweather. Just hearing myself say those words, man, I'm just like, what the fuck is going on here? I mean, people want to say, like, boxing's turning into a joke and, and all that shit and stuff. But, you know, really, reality, man, it's like boxing's still going on. There's still Canelo versus Billy Joe Saunders. Just a great fight. Um, Canelo continuing to show the world why he is one of the greatest boxers of all time and one of a fucking massive powerhouse too as well. But um, I mean, I, I think boxing is still going on. I mean, there, there's some nice matchups to be made in boxing. And if you, you know, if anything, like I said, regardless of what you feel and what you think about Jake Paul and all that, um, you got to realize, regardless of if he's boxing or just getting into it with MMA fighters or boxers, the viewership. And everything that has to do with those specific topics are going to go up clout-wise. It's going to earn you way more views, regardless of if you like him or you support him or if you don't support him, if you think he's a a, goof- a doofus or something like that or you just don't freaking like the guy. You know, he, he's really making some um, serious moves. And, you know, it's all, all signs point to him getting a legitimate fighter as his next boxing match but you know like I said if he continues to play the game I mean he's gonna keep cherry picking opponents I mean eventually people want to see him fight against a legitimate fighter and you know obviously like I said Ben Askren a legitimate fighter former world champion Olympian but you know the one thing that he didn't have was the striking man if, if Ben Askren would have had a good striking as well then this would have been a completely different story as would have been his UFC career but you know he, he arrived in the UFC late he obviously his bread and butter was grappling as to takedowns he was effective back then as we said before and you know he did everything he needed to do back then to be successful during that era However, he brings that to this era. The world of MMA is, and the world of combat sports is just fucking evolving fast, 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 fast. So, I mean, it, like, it kind of caught up to him. And, you know, he was good in his era. He was good back in his time. And, you know, now that that time is over, I mean, you look at him in a boxing match, a lot of people are going for Jake Paul. I mean, like I said, <laughs> I think more people were going for Jake Paul to win that. Our people were, you know, betting on Jake Paul to win that rather than going... I mean, people wanted to see Ben Askren represent the MMA community, but, you know, we've seen that in a different kind of light when Conor went over to the world of boxing and uh, fought Floyd Mayweather and, you know, obviously for 10 rounds and stuff. And, you know, Conor McGregor, I mean, I'd pick Conor McGregor a million times over to join the boxing world versus uh, Ben Askren. So, I mean, 
it, it, it was a it was a cool show. It was a cool thing. What Jake Paul has been able to do is is absolutely crazy. I mean, the fact that it's Logan Paul's fight night against Mayweather, not Jake Paul's, and the fact that Jake Paul's stealing all the shine and stuff, that just shows you, man. This guy, this guy, you know, he's a smart guy. He knows what he's doing. So I mean. All props to Jake Paul. I mean, wow. <laughs> I don't think anybody in the world seen Floyd ever that mad or riled up. I mean, goodness gracious, Floyd Mayweather looked a little rough, though. But, you know, obviously, like I said, it's it's not time to fight yet. And, you know, it's, it's he's in between the fights, doing the promotion. Obviously, Jake Paul did snatch his hat. There's a pretty clear-cut video of it. And now Jake Paul's coming out with a, a merch online that says, I got your hat. He even got a leg tattoo that said, I got your hat. So you can tell he's having fun. It's a gimmick for him. And, you know, even almost being killed or completely jumped. I, don't, I know he reportedly had a shirt ripped. I mean, we've seen the video as well. And um, as, uh, as far as I know, is a, a black eye as well. Right? Let me take a hit of this weed, though, so we can continue this conversation and keep it flowing, baby, on this episode of Kicking It With The King. And, um, I mean, like I said, man, it's a dangerous game to play. It it would be more of a dangerous game if Jake didn't know how to fight. But Jake and Logan are both athletes in a way. They've they've wrestled. I mean, they, they box good. He boxes good on the pads. Uh, Logan Logan looks good as well. But no no no. There's no sense of the word of saying. There's no there's no point of this conversation that. I, I, we're going to discuss keys to victory for Logan Paul. There's nothing he's going to do. He's bigger than Mayweather for sure. I don't know what they're weighing in at. He's definitely taller. He's bigger. He's more massive. But I don't know. I mean, he, didn't he lose his first boxing match? And he's boxing. And, and, and is it is his second fight or third uh, ever fight? And he's boxing the, the best boxer of all time. I will blow my head off on live television if Logan Paul beats Floyd Mayweather in impressive fashion. And obviously, like I said, speaking of impressive fashion, a lot of people seem to still be convinced that the Bad Asker J. Paul fight was rigged. I don't know, man. I, I watched the replay several times, and it looked like a pretty hard shot. I mean, a, a young man punching you like that with the kind of pop that Jake Paul brings... And you're Ben Askren, you know, people want to say, oh, Ben Askren took bombs from Robbie Lawler and still didn't go out. But this YouTube kid, stop painting him as a YouTube kid, though. He's a, like a legitimate boxer. He seems to be training. He trains with a lot of legitimate people, you know, being trained by a lot of legitimate people. And, you know, he, he, if he wants to box, he's going to box. I mean, he's not the most colorful nor the best boxer guy, uh, of all time. But, you know, he's choosing his fights wisely. And he's getting in there with the, uh, making the right kind of money and the right kind of fights. He can only continue to do that going forward. Dylan Dennis wants to box him. I mean, maybe he would do that. Dylan Dennis doesn't really have the prettiest of boxing as well. He's a phenomenal grappler. Definitely credentialed. But uh, boxing-wise, I think it would be a, that'd be a fun one too. I mean, you got to get someone that you know somewhat can box. I mean, people are just praying and hoping that... That uh, Ben Askren would get the job done, and it's like, oh, this is that MMA fight, baby. 
but not a boxing match. I mean, so the faith in Ben Ashkin was f- f- uh, particularly low, I'm feeling like, and a lot of people still think it's a work, but no, like I said, we, we can uh, get off this subject and, and translate to the next one, but yeah, I mean, like I said, I don't want to see viable options for Jake Paul. He's a smart guy. I mean, he seems to be knowing what he's doing, and, you know, obviously, even though ruffling the feathers of one Floyd Mayweather, you know, whew, he's not even fighting Floyd Mayweather. That's the worst part, so, you know, uh, <laughs> now, Logan Paul, Jake Paul, Logan Paul is going to get his ass whooped by Floyd Mayweather. No questions asked, ladies and gentlemen. Let's take a hit and let's move on to the next subject because there's some fights this weekend that are, you know, underlooked and underpromoted, I feel. But this fight night is actually super solid. I'm very excited for it. Um, We've got the ladies headlining this weekend, ladies and gentlemen. So get ready for the uh, get ready for that. And some casualties too. a couple of fights were actually uh, pulled off the card due to injury and you know, some uh, recently, if you read it, Alex Morono was just recently pulled from his fight. So uh, we got UFC two, uh, UFC Vegas twenty six, uh, headlined by uh, Marina Rodriguez taking on Michelle Watterson. That will be at Women's Flyweight. That's this weekend. Um, tomorrow, actually May eighth. Today's May seventh already. Good God, time is flying by. But yeah, this it's a great card. Um, we got the return of Cowboy Cerrone taking on Alex Morono. We were going to get TJ Dillashaw versus Corey Sanhagen on that fight, but TJ suffered a cut and was uh, ultimately uh, pulled out of his uh, fight with Sanhagen. I-, I do feel that fight will be uh, rescheduled most definitely. That's a fun fight. That's a really, really good fight that uh, has massive uh, title shot aspirations on it too, for sure. TJ beats Sanhagen, boom. Puts a ride in the title fight. Sanhagen beats Dillashaw. Boom, he's right up there. <coughs> but uh, let's take a look at the entire card because it's a it's an underlooked card for sure. Here we go. You pull it up. Uh, here we are. Oof, good God. That's a murder waiting to happen. Um, recently announced. I mean, it's been confirmed. I, I kind of already knew about that for a while, but um, Amanda Nunes returns to take on Juliana Pena at 135 pounds. So Amanda Nunes will be defending her belt against uh, Pena. Oh, my God. Pena just... Pena's striking and her striking defense just doesn't do it for me. I mean, the way that, the way that she strikes just seems like... Nunes' levels ahead of her. Like, it's a dangerous fight for her. She, like, there, there's no other option for her to win other than probably u- utilizing her grappling. And, you know, her toughness is not going to do it at this fight. Like, I, I believe Amanda Nunes will run through her. And we can go back to this episode, episode 345. We can go right back to it when I said that Amanda Nunes is going to steamroll Juliana Pena. It's going to happen. There's no, there's no doubt in my mind. I mean, Pena's tough. She's good. She's got some really solid wins, but... Is that enough to stop the craziness of Amanda Nunes? Because I don't think so. I mean, Amanda Nunes is super good. And there was a, there was a debate yesterday. Well, kind of like brought up some talks of debates for who the best female fighter of all time is. Um, I know a couple of other organizations had some shows. I know PFL had another show. Um, Kayla Harrison, once again, dominating a nobody. I mean, looked good. But, you know, who she's fighting against really... 
just, you know, the next best Walmart worker, you know, the best, the best cashier or something, pulling a cashier from Target to come fight Kayla Harrison at 155 pounds. I mean, really, I don't ever know of any of the opponents that she's fought against. I mean, she's talked about Amanda Nunes. She's, uh, she's wanting to fight um, Amanda Nunes. She said her goal is to be one of the best of all time. And, you know, obviously that's a really good goal. I mean, yeah, come over to the UFC, fight Amanda Nunes, for sure. I mean, uh, we also got the arrival of, uh, what's her name, Clarissa Shields, you know, championship uh, material when it comes to, you know, in the world of boxing, are very credentialed in the world of boxing. Um, obviously, she's making her PFL debut soon, too. Um, uh, interesting to see how her grappling and her takedowns and her, and how her striking can translate over to the MMA world. I mean, we've seen one boxer named Holly Holm come and turn that into a world championship over in the UFC, too. So, you know, she's training in a good gym. She trained in Jackson. She's training with the likes of John Jones and, you know, has a, a good support system around her. So, I mean, curious to see how that happens. But going off to... Um, Going back, we I don't know how we went into talking about all that stuff, but let's get into this UFC two sixty, UFC two, UFC Vegas twenty six. I'm so used to saying UFC two sixty something or UFC something. Um, is there like a place where I can look at the lineup? Like, what's the lineup? What do we got here? Notable some of the most like, more exciting fights we got Cowboy Cerrone, Alex Morono. I mean, I don't know where the fuck to find this card at. Uh, man, let me find it. Line up. I'm gonna Google it. I'm gonna pull out the phone and do Google. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, we are Googling. All right, here we go. All right, so the main card at the top of it, we've got Marina Rodriguez taking on Michelle. Watterson, the great fight. Um, Donald Cerrone versus Alex Morono. And 170 pounds, Neil Magny versus Jeff Neal. Great fight. Jeff Neal's absolute monster and savage. Neil Magny's been on a roll as, as of late, too. Very good fighter. Um, great, solid fight for uh, the 170-pound division. Um, we've got a heavyweight, the return of Maurice Green versus Marcos Rogerio de Lima. At 155 pounds, we have, uh, well, this fight particularly won't be at 155 pounds because Diego Ferreira did miss weight. But Diego Ferreira will take on Gregor Gillespie. Gregor Gillespie, you know, one of the hotter prospects at, at that division before his fight with Kevin Lee. I mean, he was, uh, talked about potentially being the guy to beat Khabib. Jesus Christ. That's crazy to say. But, you know, he has great wrestling. Phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenal wrestling, too. So that's a really, really, really good fight. So I'm really excited to see that. Um, we did have Ben Rothwell taken on Felipe Linz on the undercard at heavyweight. But uh, Felipe Linz, uh, just, uh, what is it called? Uh, had an injury or something like that. Disclosed injury, undisclosed injury. so he, Or an illness or something. He was pulled off. So that has uh, leaves us with Kyle Dawkins versus Phil Haas. Louis Louis Doivit Klein versus Michael Trezano. Jun Young Park versus Tafan Nishuiki. Christian Aguilera versus Carlson Harris. I mean, I don't really... Those are the first time I ever said some of those names at the bottom. But, yeah, like I said, we get Cowboy Cerrone, Alex Morono. I mean, Angela Hill returns. She takes on uh, Amanda Hibas. That should be a great... uh. Great fight. Amanda Hibas is gorgeous as fuck. Oh, my God. 
Yeah, but we have a solid main card. A very solid main card. Um, I think Magny versus Jeff Neal should have been like the main event. Or Cerrone versus Barono. But yeah, that, that we have a great solid fight card tomorrow. And then we have the... Uh, I I do believe the next fight card is uh, UFC 2... What is, is, is it the pay-per-view? The one with uh, Tony Ferguson taking on... Um, Darius, yeah, so that's uh, May 15th, yeah, so it's the following week, but that one uh, will be, yeah, Saturday, May 15th, um, headlined by Charles Oliveira, Michael Chandler, great, um, Tony Ferguson versus Benil Darius, Jack Hermanson versus Edmund Shabazian, Caitlin Chukagan versus Viviani Arajo, Shane Burgos versus Edson Barbosa. Great fight, great fight, man. So, and we did originally have Nate Diaz versus Leon Edwards on that fight card, but uh, Diaz just uh, un, uh, whenever it comes to saying that fucking sentence suffered an undisclosed or disclosed injury or something like that, undisclosed injury. So that has him pulled from um that that fight card, and you know that's got rescheduled for June or something like that. So, uh, that'll be good. Um, good to see that. Um. But yeah, a lot of stuff coming up in the uh the world of combat sports. Um, like I said, some fights recently announced. Like we said earlier, previously, uh, Pena versus Amanda Nunes. We've got uh, and we've got um Jan Blahovic putting his title on the line against Glover Teixeira. So the winner of that one, it'll be interesting to see who will fight the winner of that one. Considering the fact that we've got. Um, a little baby hurdle at 205 pounds towards the top of the division, in my opinion. Um, I mean, you know, the fact that we can't we can't skip over, uh, what's his name, uh, Alexander Rakic. But we do have Yuri Prochaska. I mean, Anthony Smith really, you know, you know obviously, like I said, uh, picking up a couple wins in a row. Uh, would like to see him get a big fight as well. I mean, we, we still got some solid... Solid competition at 205 pounds if you're the champion, Jan Bohovic. If you're the champion, Jan Bohovic, looking down at the rest of the division, there's still solid competitors and there's still solid, uh, you know, um, like I said, still solid uh, competition, you know what I mean? So it's a, it's a great, uh, great, great fight. Glover Teixeira is absolutely ruthless. I mean, he's 40-something years old, still doing the damn thing, still got title shot. I mean... After his first title shot with John Jones, I wasn't saying that he wasn't going to get another title shot eventually, but who would have thought? And the better part about it is that if Glover Teixeira it becomes a UFC light heavyweight champion on um, September fourth, then that that's got to be one of the one of the greatest stories of becoming a light heavyweight champion. I mean, it, it's gone from a long reign of John Jones to a brief reign by Daniel Cormier. To a guy that nobody thought would ever become a champion, Jan Blahovich. And then we end the year with Glover Teixeira realizing his world title dream and becoming a UFC light heavyweight champion. Are you telling me that would that would be like one of the craziest, dude? That would be one of the craziest freaking, uh, one of the craziest freaking stories at that, at that division, man. But we've seen some crazy shit happen in this sport. So I'm not surprised at this point in time. I mean, seeing all the wild shit happening in this sport as of late and just, you know, the past couple years and, you know, past year or so, um, probably the past couple years too. But, you know, just the sport's evolving completely. So, I mean, like I said, uh, where's my weed at? Um, it's crazy to see how the uh, 
the sport continues to evolve. But quickly, ladies and gentlemen, we are brought to you by Anchor. Anchor is the one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast, ladies and gentlemen. It's number one all-time in the App Store, for sure. I mean, Anchor by Spotify is 100% easy to use. I mean, literally, you, you talk, you're sitting there talking for an hour or longer, or even two hours or longer, or however long you want. You literally sit back and relax and talk about whatever the fuck you want to talk about. And, you know, like I said, submit it through Anchor. You get these, you know, literally submit your fucking podcast and boom it's automatically distributed to all major podcast providers ladies and gentlemen anchor is the number one uh for a reason obviously five stars in the app store five stars in the google play market for a reason the the team over at anchor is wonderful i've reached out to them multiple times for different questions or you know i needed some, some support or some you know i had some questions about my account or any problems that you have they can 100 percent you know work with you and solve that so that's what one thing uh very grateful to have a great app with a great team behind it too so like i said our podcast is available everywhere you get your shows exclusively on spotify we have, it's available on apple Podcasts as well um, you can listen to it directly at the website as well you can visit that directly at www.anchor.fm slash kwtk pod ladies and gentlemen anchor.fm uh slash k WTK pod and um, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, follow us on social media as well on G the King underscore official as well as my Snapchat, my TikTok, my YouTube. It's all in the bio. Hit the link in my bio. I mean, be more active on both accounts and stuff. We will not leave any accounts behind. Click the link in my bio. Takes you directly to where you need to be, ladies and gentlemen. Now back to the show. Let's take a quick little hit before we begin. Mm-hmm. So, what's new? What's what's been happening like the last few days? Ooh, this is some good shit. So tomorrow we got the fights. Um. I'm probably going to be able to catch the prelims tomorrow. Like I said, you know me. I never get to watch the fights. I, I get to, but I, I watch like the prelims. And, you know, obviously, that's the beauty of ESPN Plus and UFC Fight Pass for lots of people. I don't really use UFC Fight Pass. You know, I only fuck with the ESPN Plus, especially when it comes to fight nights and stuff. But that's the beauty of it. You get to go back and check the fights run or watch the fights and stuff like that. And the fight nights, they're free too. So really don't have to worry about too much of that. But we got a lot of good matchups tomorrow. So a lot of, a lot of stuff to um be able to tune into if you're a fight fan as well. We've got Canelo versus Billy Joe Saunders as well. So, so we got, I mean, and we've got Bellator tomorrow as well. Is it tomorrow or today? We got we got some solid fights on there as well. I mean, we got the um, arrival of Anthony Rumble Johnson coming up too. Is is that this weekend? Anthony Johnson making his debut in the Bellator cage. Uh, let me see. That's fucking exciting though. Rumble Johnson against anybody's a scary fucking thing. Um. So who's on that card? Um, I don't think it is. 
Oh yeah, that's fucking wild. I didn't realize that. So yeah, we got we got loads of action this weekend, ladies and gentlemen. Um Oh, okay, so it's today. Yeah, Bellator Bellator um sometimes does event. I I don't think they always do events on Saturdays. Like I said, then again, I'm I really don't I don't get to pay attention or tune in as much as I'd like, but yeah, it says it right here on their official page, it's fight day. Um yeah, we got the main event. Uh, Juan Archuleta versus uh, Juan Sergio Pettis, and a, lot of, and a big name a lot of people know. Um, we got uh, Patricky Pitbull fighting in the uh, co-main against uh, Peter Quigley, a, a member of Conor McGregor's team. We've got um, Michael Venom Page returning, fighting Derek Anderson. On, we've got uh, Lorenz Larkin. Taking on Pedro Carvalho. I mean, if you guys remember those names, the names I'm saying are the names that are really, you know, stand out here. And then, obviously, in the co-main, we've got Anthony Rumble Johnson versus, uh, what the fuck is this guy's name? Jose Augusto Guyu, a member of the Pitbull Brothers team. You know, um, Patricky Pitbull, we've got... Patricio Pitbull, the double champ in Bellator. You know, he's a member of that team, so he's a Brazilian guy. He's he's going to take on Anthony Rumble Johnson. So that will be interesting to see. Um, obviously, the, uh, we, we've been wanting to watch Anthony Rumble Johnson fight for a while, man. I mean, his unceremoniously retirement from the UFC was wild. It was after he got the fight. I think the last time we seen him fight was the last fight uh, against Daniel Cormier. So, yeah, that was the second time he had the shot against Cormier. He came up short. He lost by rear naked choke. And then, you know, he subsequently subsequently announced his retirement. So, like I said, a lot of shit to watch this weekend. So if you're a big fight fan and you have the opportunity and you have the day off or you have the weekend off, do tune in to Bellator, tune in to the UFC fuck for fuck's sakes i'll watch a little bit of both that's the beauty of having multiple devices pull out your tablet pull out your laptop pull out your smartphone pull out your other smartphone i don't know man what are you choosing to watch that's the problem when you're like a fan of combat sports i mean it's not like football oh everybody's just choosing to watch games but there's different games on in different days and different times of the day and stuff what you got fight nights multiple fight nights and stuff Canelo, Saunders, UFC Fight Night 26 in Vegas, Bellator looking good, I mean, a lot of people excited for that, I mean, there's people that will ditch, that will ditch um, UFC for Bellator because Rumble Johnson's fighting, and we got all this wild Jake Paul stuff going on in the news, it's a crazy time to be a combat sports fan, enthusiast, athlete, podcaster, Journalist, it doesn't matter what you are. I mean, this combat sports world's crazy, and I'm I'm privileged and thankful to be able to constantly talk about it each and every fucking week. You know what I mean? It's crazy. We got a lot, a lot of stuff. But um, if you were to ask me which one I'm gonna be tuning in for, I I have to say I'm I'm excited for the arrival of Anthony Rumble Johnson. I'm excited to see if Sergio Pettis can realize a world title at his young of age and where he's at in his career, considering that he fought the top fighters over in the UFC. His brother of Anthony Pettis, but you know the Pettis brothers, very good. I just got done looking at um Anthony Pettis's Wikipedia earlier, realizing that he really only lost once, 
You know, he was on a two-fight win streak before losing outside of the UFC. And, you know, like I said, the Pettis brothers are very good. You know, Sergio Pettis a lot younger in his MMA career and a lot younger than his older brother, Anthony Pettis. So, I mean, like a lot younger in the sport, meaning that he still has so much room to grow. He's still getting better and better. He's, you know, nearly reaching his prime and he's almost there. And he's fighting against a very uh, dangerous guy and Juan Archuleta, world championship uh like fighter trains with TJ Dillashaw, very probably really close training partner of TJ Dillashaw as well. I mean, Juan Archuleta is real good, the Spaniard. That'll be interesting fight. Um, excited for that one. Excited for the Rumble Johnson one because of the fact that they're in a, a, a quarterfinals and it's like a big tournament right now. So, um, who who will Rumble Johnson face um, if and when he's victorious tonight? Um, Let's let's check it out. I mean, you shouldn't have to dig that far on the Bellator page to try to find the the semifinals and stuff. Let's see. Here we go. So Ryan Bader defeated Machida. Corey Anderson defeated Yasegir Muradov. So it'll be Corey Anderson, Ryan Bader, and I think so. The winner fights Vadim Nimkov. So the winner of Anderson versus Bader fights Vadim Nimkov. Wait, huh? Wait, how the fuck does this go? I'm pretty high. So, I mean, Vadim Nimkov just beat Phil Davis. Rumble was supposed to fight Yoel Romero. That didn't happen. So, the winner of Anderson Bader fights the winner of Nimkov versus Rumble. Is it is it funny that I'm just completely dis uh what is it called dismissing the fact that this other pitbull brother or whatever the fuck his name was this has no chance? I mean, yeah, if he has a solid ground game and he's able to like use some wrestling or you know, we've seen the weaknesses that Anthony Rumble Johnson has had, but easier said than done for sure, ladies and gentlemen. But you know, like I said, if the Pitbull guy took him down and submitted him or something, or pressured him or something like that, maybe uh, the biggest win uh, of this guy's life would be to beat Anthony Rumble Johnson. I mean, it's crazy. I mean, he's, he's a destroyer. But if you get him down on the ground like DC was able to, then, you know, it's going to be a bad matchup. It's going to be a bad style. It's going to be a long night, and uh, we have some new blood at the in the light heavyweight division, Bellator. So, yeah, a lot of fights um, a lot of shit to talk about, a lot of fights to tune into, and a lot of result have to go back and see, you know what I mean, but that's the nature of the sport, that's the nature of ESPN, that's the nature of the internet, folks, and that's what we're blessed to be able to do in 2021, so now we can go to what I've done, and I yesterday I didn't go to the weed shop, but I did order. If you guys heard of weed maps, right? I never really knew how to use it. Seen other people do it. Family members, friends, and it just depends on what shops are available in your area and shit. Cause you know me, I'm always getting the same shit. I always get a. Uh, I always get stizzies because I got the big stizzy. So, I mean, I always try to re-up on my cartridges and stuff. And I haven't really, like, 
bought a lot of weed as of late, but I've mainly, like, fucked with the stizzies and stuff, and, you know, I, I smoke weed and stuff like that, but I don't really, like, I don't go and buy it, because it's, like, the kind I have, they don't, like, I don't know, like, there's just specific kinds that I really, really like, but, you know, beyond, uh, between my schedule and just coming home and relaxing and just not really going out too much and all that, um, you know, like I said, it's it's just beneficial for me to have it because it's dizzy lasts a lot longer for me. It lasts about like a close to a month, at least a few weeks for sure. Um, definitely gets you from two to every uh, to each and every paycheck if that's the way you're trying to do it. Like you know, how people save money each check and and all that. I mean, I just I only buy a dizzy when I need it when I'm completely out. Like I'll smoke it till the very end. That's crazy, huh? But yeah, so this flavor is actually um, birthday cake. <laughs> So, uh, notoriously, haha, sh- shout out to the great Conor McGregor, notoriously for all the flavors of the uh, the cartridges that I get, like I've, uh, what's it called? I've gotten a different flavor each time because I wanted to try different flavors and they keep popping up with new flavors, but I've gone against my normal strain per- preference in Indica and replaced it with the hybrid, but I'm, I'm, I'm not disappointed. I like it. I haven't really like gotten high. Like I've I've been high off smoking weed and like hitting bongs and the bong rips and shit like that. But I like I want to be sober and then hit this pan multiple times and really see what the what the effects are like. It's kind of hard to see weed's effects if you're mixing strains constantly. You know what I mean? And considering the fact that I have anxiety and stuff like that, I mean, it's just anything helps, man. Mm. That shit is delicious, man. For sure, that's hella fucking good. But yeah, I'm gonna text some people back here real quick. Damn, that shit was hella delicious, though, not gonna lie. Sorry, guys. I'm just <laughs> going to take another hit after this. I was just re- replying to a text message. Yeah, so we did try to do a um, video or something like that the other day for um, the podcast, but it was just fucking weird, man. For me looking at myself while I'm talking. <laughs> Maybe, like I said, I was like, I said this on the last episode. I know I brought it up again. But um, I just found it weird to look at myself while I'm talking and stuff. You know what I mean? Like, say, like, for example, let's try it right now just to, like, briefly see what it's like. But, I mean, I don't mind it, dude. It's just, uh, it just depends on, uh, like, what's going on and stuff. You know what I mean? Like, it just depends on, um, I mean, we could try it. We could go on Instagram Live for a little bit, for, like, a second, you know? But I'm not going to promise anything. (laughs) You know what I mean? What's reals? Anybody know what Reels is? Is that when you make, like, a, like memories or some shit on, like, Instagram? I don't ever do Reels, so. Um, I mean, I guess here we go. We can do it. We're going to go live here on Instagram in uh, three, two, 
one all right we are now live on instagram so i mean i, I mean i guess it's not that bad i mean i guess you just gotta have your focus and you gotta be um the fucking lights in the background is fucking blowing my fucking eyes up even though i'm wearing sunglasses yes i'm that asshole to wear sunglasses indoors folks and that's exactly what we're doing here oh let me turn on the light real quick maybe i'll add some extra uh light into here right so back to what i was saying so yeah I, oh i ordered um the birthday cake and yeah it's pretty good man i really really like it people on live don't even probably know what i'm talking about but i was talking about how i um how i go to the weed, weed shop and i re-up on my my product so <coughs> it's like medicine you know what i mean so yeah. <laughs> every time I, <coughs> excuse me, every time I um, go to the shops, I generally spend around the same amount unless there's, um, here, if you guys can see it, audio listeners can't, but I usually get this box when they have it from the local shop. Um, it's a box of five pre-rolls. They're not like full size, I don't think, but they're five pre-rolls and um, I keep it up there on my uh, little sanctuary thing. If you guys want to see it, because only the visual people can see it, but let me flip this shit real quick. You see it, uh, my little sanctuary. This is where I do the podcast all the fucking time for sure. So this is all my shit right here. This is supposed to be that, but oh, it's whatever. Um, so you got my Avengers shit and all that, and then <laughs> yeah. See, that's everything. I don't really. I mean, it would be kind of cool if it was on the like the background and shit like that. But this is generally where like I've sat and done episodes when I've had episodes and stuff. So, I mean, it's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, what else were we talking about before? Yeah, there's like a fucking ton of fights. So, I mean, I'm gonna I have to work tomorrow. I did work like ten days straight. For anybody that that I don't know if I mentioned that already, but yeah, I did. So I think I got four days off. But yeah, I mean, it was a freaking amazing. Um, we actually went to the bar the other day. I mean, this, I I probably went to the bar uh, two times within the last week or so. So it's been pretty fun. Um, drink. the The worst part about going to the bar is. If they don't know how to make your drinks, cause mind you, like I went in there, I had uh, there was a, a this one time that I went to the bar, um, what was it? So, I was getting recommended drinks, cause you know, I I'm not really one. We've been in a pandemic for so long, so we really haven't had bars and you know certain places uh just weren't open and stuff, and you know for the longest time we didn't have bars, so. I mean, then again, I haven't really been to too many bars because I'm not really a social drinker. I mean, I drink at home with my with family and friends and shit like that, or or by myself. But you know, don't feel bad for me if I'm drinking by myself. By the way, I know that sounded bad, but um, yeah. So I really don't. I've never really like known about the mixed drinks. You know, when people get the the hard alcohol, the mixed drinks and stuff like that at the at the bars and shit. Uh, it's I'm not really too 
familiar with them so i kind of go off what people say i ask people what their favorites are and uh you know shit like that and all that too i mean I, I, so basically the drink i had if you've had it is adios so adios means like see ya goodbye see ya next time man motherfuckers mind you i definitely did feel that goodbye vibe because i was so fucked up I literally had, I think, like, a shot of Jameson in the bar. I had a, uh, probably a cup about this size. No, 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 no. Probably, like, right right here. You see where my hand is? The cutoff's probably right there. And, um, yeah, I had a shot. I had a, a cup of beer, uh, of IPA. Very good beer. One of my favorites. Definitely beats piss beer. Um, one audios, and then I followed it up with another audios. But ladies and gentlemen, like when I was there and all that, it wasn't like I felt absolutely fucked up. It was like I felt fucked up, but it was able to be contained and stuff. Like, contain yourself. You gotta, you know, be in the, you know, like I said, you're out in public. You're not. You say like like if you don't social drink or you aren't familiar with it or you're not experienced with it, then it's not really the best thing for you but if you are experienced in me i know i'm out in public i know there's people out i can't be acting crazy and all that but just sit and conversate you know it's like one of the top things i do when i'm drunk is i fucking conversate you know what i mean so it's like just talk about hella shit and stuff and watch hella shit and you know there's times where i'm just going to bed and pass out i don't really remember when i went to bed or remember certain things i'm just like damn that shit's crazy because it's like whoa i did that that's like I've, I've been talking about this a lot but i tell people i'm like that's one of the scariest parts about being drunk is not remembering shit you know what i mean like not remembering when you fucking did something or uh when you um what you did last night or shit that can go bad so many ways dude you know what i mean so it was it's pretty crazy that uh it was pretty crazy man but yesterday I mean, yesterday was cool too but, um, yeah, I mean, uh, the other day I had a really juicy ass steak too. So like during this four days off, we like, uh, worked on <laughs> making some good ass food. Um, I bought two shrimp bowls. They're already at the supermarket. Like over here we have a Save Mart, you know, yeah, Safeway. Some people have Lucky's. Some people have Food for Less. Some people have Food Max. We have a Save Mart and a Food for Less over here. So uh, we went to the Save Mart, right? And uh, they had these seasoned chicken. The seasoned chicken is fucking good. Especially if you put it on the barbecue, man. It's a mean-ass fucking meal, for sure. But um, what I was talking about when it comes to the shrimp, they have these shrimp boxes for about, uh, what is it? It was $10, or I think, like that. $10 plus tax, since they do tax and shit. So um, I, it, it came with, uh, what's it called? Uh, it came with two, you know, that cocktail, cocktail red sauce. And... Um, it also came with uh, some lemon. So it was probably about more than 15 individual little shrimp things. But, dude, I destroyed that within, like, freaking, like, it was gone before the end of the day, both of them. Because I had thought that I had worked that day. And 
I guess I didn't. And I was like, I'm going to bring some shrimp and this, uh, some steak. Because I had been craving steak for the longest time. But since I had always been working and stuff, so I really wasn't able to really, um, like, uh, what's it called? Wasn't really able to really cook because like when I get home it's time for me to sleep and I sleep in I wake up and you know kind of just chill for a couple hours and then gets to that point where it's almost time to you know get ready for work and and shit like that so I mean, just really a matter of you know planning and stuff so what better thing to do when you're off than to fucking pull out a barbecue you know what I mean let's take a hit This hit is brought to you by Anchor. Download Anchor today, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, absolutely fucking great. We are so high here on this program today. Um, yeah, for how long have we been? We've actually been live for, let's see, about 50 minutes, nearly an hour, but we haven't really been that live on um, on Instagram that long. That's, that's pretty crazy. But yeah, man, I'm so excited for tomorrow. I mean, there's a lot of a lot of fights and shit. Like uh, a lot of fights. There's a couple fights today. I mean, so I guess you narrow it down to you know UFC fight night. We got Canelo Saunders. Um, Canelo taking on um Ben Saunders or not Ben Saunders? Who was it? What the fuck is this guy's name? Billy Joe Saunders. Sorry about that. <laughs> I said Ben Saunders. Ben Saunders is a UFC fighter. Or was. I don't know if he got released or anything like that, but yeah. So, um, how about this? Let's fast forward to next week. Not this fight card tomorrow, but next week. Let's talk about it. I mean, or no, not ne- not uh, next week's fight card. I actually, um, I was meaning to think like Leon Edwards versus Nate Diaz was on the next week's card. It's not, but um, I wanted to talk about that matchup for a second. I mean, if you look at how good Leon Edwards is, you look at his, like, what is that, a nine-fight win streak or some shit like that? Uh, close to it. Uh, was it eight or nine? I don't know. Overall, you get what I mean. He's on a, a win streak, and obviously he's just so polished and so perfect when it comes to the way he fights. Like, his stri- striking is super superior his, his the, the way he's um his discipline in the cage i mean his accuracy his speed his technique is all super sharp and i, I just think like i, I want to reiterate some comments i made on uh, i think it was like the last episode of the episode before i was um saying how nate diaz doesn't have a chance i mean i'm saying everybody has a chance man we've seen crazier things in in the sport but just it just seems like nate's slower compared to him i mean nate make nate makes it a competitive fight but really doesn't offer too much and he's good on the ground by all means don't don't get me wrong um there's no disrespect here i mean he's great where you know he's great against you know some great i don't know how to explain it he's great against people specific people like he has um you know styles make fights there's specific people that you know like nate did good against Connor both times. Um, and obviously they're due for a third fight. But, you know, I just think a guy that's streaking. like. But what I'm trying to say is that the, the level of competition uh, 
Leon Edwards compared to Nate Diaz. I mean, Nate Diaz has fought hands full of people, hands full, you know, super good fucking fighters for sure. He's fought the best of the best for years. And my arm just popped. Did you hear me? That's kind of why I moved my hand down like that. Um, but I man, I just think that a guy like Leon Edwards, who's on a hot streak, a big tear, he's a he's an absolute monster. He wants his fucking title shot, and I think that he's gonna take that out on Nate Diaz. Pretty crazy, man. It's just a really fucking uh, accurate prediction. I feel like personally, I think that you know, obviously Leon Edwards will walk through Nate Diaz. It won't be easy, but mind you, I said walk through, so that must mean I think it's gonna be easy. It's I don't think it's gonna be that easy, but hey, man. It, whoever wins gets a title shot and if Nate Diaz wins like I said boom he gets a title shot at 170 I mean that's kind of crazy to think about but hey we've seen crazier things happen um, from forwards to backwards alright um, to Chandler versus Oliveira that, that's another one so like I'm thinking of specific fights and matchups and stuff I'm very intrigued about towards the end of this um, particular podcast and stuff like that. Um, but Chandler Oliveira is very interesting. Like I said, I, I had reiterated some comments that I said on the last episode as well. Um, you know, Charles Oliveira is very game, very game on the feet. He's super solid. His striking has come together. He's very devastating. Um, his submission game is super superior as well. I mean, his, his grappling is already being superior. His submissions are some of the nastiest we've seen in the UFC, especially that calf slicer. I mean, and that armbar attempt on Tony Ferguson. And we thought Tony Ferguson was going to break his fucking arm in that fight. I mean, Charles Oliveira is an absolute gangster, man. I mean, it's like what he's been able to do and, you know, his essentially grown up in the UFC and we've seen him you know just keep getting better and better and better and you know been talked about for a title shot he's one of those other guys like I was talking about earlier Jan Blahovich, right yeah no one no one would have thought Jan Blahovich was going to become a world champion in the UFC in 2021 I mean he he was a 50-50 fighter at one point in time everybody in the top 10 or 5 was having a win over I me. Mean, Jimmy Manoa had a win over Jan Blahovich. Corey Anderson was beating him for, for peace sakes. Patrick Cummins had a win over Jan Blahovich. So Jan Blahovich wasn't really like a guy that was, you know, a household name, top contender at the time. And, you know, you give him a few more years, slowly but surely, amasses his way into a title shot, knocking out Dominic Reyes in impressive fashion. I mean, he beat the brakes off of Luke Rockhold before that, broke his jaw. I mean, how are you going to deny Jan a big spot? And now if you look at where Jan is and where he is now, a perfect example to show you exactly where it's going to be for, you know, all the, all the rest of these guys. I mean, like I said, we've seen people come out and, you know, turn into something we never would have thought. So how I was talking about Jan Blahovich and his record prior to this amazing streak that he's been on, and since he's been able to accomplish this and winning the light heavyweight title, not only winning the light heavyweight t- the f- title, beating Israel Adesanya, handing him his first loss in MMA, that's a big accomplishment for a guy uh, like Jan Blachowicz. So, man, he's just continuing to start to be great. Say he wins against Glover Teixeira, that's going to be amazing for him. But um, we were going from talking about Jan and comparing him to Charles Oliveira. So let's get back to talking about Charles Oliveira. Charles Oliveira, like I said, also had that similar, you know, eh, like... You know, he was he was good. He was a good young stud. 
but he just wasn't able to put it all together. And, you know, slowly but surely, what does Charles Oliveira do? He puts it all together. He puts, he puts himself in that position to fight for a world title. Now he's fighting for a world title. Um, a lot of people didn't expect um, him to, you know, fight. I mean, I didn't think he was going to be fighting Michael Chandler. Um, I thought maybe we'd see Dustin Poirier or, versus Connor for, um, for a title fight. But um, that doesn't um, come together. But, um, you know, obviously they are fighting. They, we will get Connor versus Poirier 3. But um, it won't be for a title, which is the craziest part. And, you know, we get Michael Chandler versus Charles Oliveira for the undisputed uh, UFC lightweight title. And I know we talked about this one last time, but we could talk about it again because that's a huge accomplishment if you're one Michael Chandler to come into the UFC, get one win... One knockout win, one in amazing fashion. The win he had over Michael Chandler really showed people that Michael Chandler was for real. Boom! If you're two fights in, Michael Chandler's a world champion, and tell me that's not one of the best best stories of all time. Now, now it's a better story for Charles Oliveira if he's able to realize a UFC title and and win a UFC title in an impressive fashion over a really great guy. They're both great stories, but which one do you prefer? I mean, I don't know. Like I said, for me, I, I really can't point to which story I'd want. I'm, I'm saying that both of these stories have the potential to happen. That's why, uh, even though I have fight picks and I do pick my fight picks and stuff like that, and I, I do talk about them and stuff. And I do say everything I'm, uh, I'm feeling about these matchups and stuff like that. I'm unbiased, man, because you got to look at it. You can't be biased and look at, oh, this guy's going to win just because I just because I like him. I'm a big fan. He's going to win because this, or he's going to win because of that. I mean, you can't have favoritism. You can have favoritism, but you also got to have realism in the sport and realize that eh, this sport is crazy, and we've seen crazier things happen. So, I mean, you really got to see some of the craziest shit that, that, that might happen in the sport because it'll shock you. I mean, we've seen some crazy shit happen in the world of MMA and, and boxing as well. I mean, so, like I said, big upsets, um... Our favorite fighters losing after a super long win streak snapped, freak accidents, bad de- decision, early stoppage, late stoppage, gruesome leg breaks. We see everything in the sport, man. But you know, like I said, that's not the the, the important part. Is that um, we're getting a really good fight. That's a really good fight, though. I, I'm very excited. I mean, overall, you don't have to really like either party. I mean, I'll be happy for Michael Chandler if he wins. I mean, that will just continue to show him and show the world that he has been for real since day one and, you know, multiple-time world champion over in Bellator. He won the title. He's had some impressive knockout wins. He's knocked out Benson Henderson in amazing fashion. I think the only other person to knock out Benson Henderson was Rafael Dos Anjos, but, you know, um, Michael Chandler wins in amazing fashion against Benson Henderson, comes over and does that to a top contender and, and Dan Hooker. And, you know, like I said, he's fighting against Charles Oliveira. Um, I do think that he is slick on the ground. His wrestling is super amazing. I mean, if you just Google Usman Chandler uh, wrestling, you probably find the video on YouTube. But, dude, it's like he is so damn quick on the feet, so damn quick on the mat. Hands are quick as well. I mean, it's like a lightweight version of uh, Chad Mendez, dude. I mean, you guys remember Chad Mendez, who's very stocky, a wrestler as well. And um, 
you know, somebody that you would want to fucking watch out for because, you know, you're either knocked out by him. You know what I mean? He was a fucking beast. He's a fucking beast, man. But yeah, man, it's, it's a you know very winnable fight, both parties. Like I said, I think that um, Michael Chandler obviously like has the power advantage. I have to say, uh, speed advantage I'll give to him as well. I mean, I think he can hurt Charles Oliveira. Obviously, like you said, with the boxing, and his timing and his speed. And he could utilize his wrestling, but Charles Oliveira is very dangerous on the ground. So, I mean, say a, a big prediction like this. Get ready. I am about to blow every one of you guys' minds right now, right? Charles Oliveira submits Michael Chandler. Gives him his first submission loss in a long, long time. Would that be crazy? That would That would be a fucking wild way for him to win. It's either that, or a decision win, or a knockout. I I, mean, I don't think that this fight will be going the distance. Could be wrong. I'm just saying, if either party wins, Chandler, Oliveira, it's going to be by finish. Either Chandler's going to knock knock Oliveira out, or Oliveira's going to submit Chandler. Don't necessarily think he's going to stop him. That'd be wild. But I'm just predicting that Either party is going to win. It's going to be by finish. So, yeah. that That's a really great fight. Uh, what's the main event for that one again? Oh, yeah. That is the main event. But, um, I mean, Poirier, Connor 3. If you really want to talk about title fights, I mean, for Chandler and Oliveira, whoever wins that one fights the winner, Poirier, McGregor 3. Regard, or, you know, Poirier, McGregor the third time. Um you have to. I mean, that makes the most sense. I mean, Dustin Poirier deserves to fight for a world title right now. If he wasn't fighting Connor, I'd say he'd be fighting for a world title. But he took the third Connor fight. It's important for him. It's important for their legacy. Um, it's, you know, obviously, like I said, they had a, a crazy first fight. Obviously, Connor was on the winning end. Second one, Dustin Poirier comes out of the woodwork and, you know, defeats the great Conor McGregor in an amazing fashion and actually finishing him. And not a lot of people thought that, that Conor was going to be in that kind of position. I didn't think Conor was going to get taken out like that. That that shit was still wild, man. That was crazy that he was he was able to do that to Conor. That just shows you how good Poirier really is. I mean, he's knocking out Eddie Alvarez. He's knocking out Justin Gaethje. He's handing Conor McGregor his first stoppage loss. Uh, stoppage loss. Loss. I was like, stoppage loss. No, he's handing Conor his first stoppage loss in the octagon. I mean, obviously the Floyd Mayweather one was on the feet, um, but you know that wasn't really. That was a technical knockout it was it was it was connor was still on his feet you know poirier dropped connor and you know he slept him and it was an amazing uh, fight amazing win by poirier and can he do it again maybe connor mcgregor promises vengeance on in this third fight and he, he, he tweeted about it he seems to be in all the right spots and you know obviously in every single one of connor mcgregor's rematches he's looked better i mean what are the rematches we've seen him have? I think the only one he's, we've seen him have in the UFC was a Nate Diaz one, right? He's only had the Nate Diaz. Right? That's the only rematch that he's had, other than the Poirier one. So it was Poirier and Connor. Everyone else, 
that Connor beat, he haven't he hasn't, you know, fought them again. He already beat Poirier, so they got the second fight. Now they have the third fight, and obviously I'd pick that one for be to be for the title. But, you know, it makes more sense that the person fighting for the title, the people fighting for the title, are coming off of wins in a way. Cause I, uh, for me, I, I feel like it would be, uh, it would be, it would be weird, for me personally. Like if Dustin Poirier beats Conor McGregor, and say like their ti- their their fight is for the title, right? Their ti- their their fights for the title, and and Poirier beats Conor. Oh, you just beat a guy coming off of a loss, right? That's gonna be the narrative, and you try to eliminate the narratives in a lot of people's ways and eliminate the bullshit. So. I like that Poirier Connors not for the title. I like the fact that they can fight the winner because the winner, Michael Chandler, very viable uh, option. Charles Oliveira, very viable option. Both men are superseding and um, doing absolutely amazing in the sport and doing amazing in that division. Both are on um, win streaks. Um, Charles Oliveira, obviously, on the biggest uh, win streak in that division. So, obviously, he definitely does belong there. And whoever wins out of those two will be fighting Poirier or Connor depends will it be this year will it be at the beginning of next year it, it, i don't know it just depends on what happens like i said this sport is super crazy so you can't really uh like i said uh expect certain things you know what i mean some hits man where's some music at let's let's turn on some motherfucking music let's go baby what time is it it's twelve forty six p.m so we're doing the podcast bright and early um, I woke up pretty early today, actually. I didn't, I didn't, uh, I didn't sleep in. Like, after a while, man, I just, I feel like, <clears throat> I feel like I'm wasting, um, time sleeping. <coughs> and I just feel like, uh, I don't know, like, I could accomplish more stuff, so... When you're sitting around and you're really not doing too much around the house after a while and stuff, like I said, with my um, four days off that I just had, I did a little bit of everything, right? So I went to the bar, went went out, worked on the car a little bit, um, ordered bead, made some food, barbecued steaks, a little bit of everything, right? Now, here we are doing a podcast, and um, yeah, that's the best part about it. Um, what do I have planned for the rest of the day? I don't really... I mean, other than working, I have to work at uh, 6. So after the podcast, I'm probably going to chill. I'm kind of hungry, man. I don't know. I want some food. But I don't know. I might have to order some food or some shit like that. I don't know. Um, what well, sounds good? Like, you know, I usually have, like, some cravings. Like, you know when you get hella high and stuff, you, like, you're craving certain things. But, you know, for me, I just, you know, I like buying, like, munchy meals and stuff. And what, what those consist of, like, when I get high as fuck, I'll get, like, frozen burritos, french fries, frozen french fries, chicken nuggets, macaroni and cheese. Um, dude, that shit sounds so good. All that fried chicken, pizza, I mean, spaghetti, on top of all that, man, it's, it's all so fucking good, you know what I mean, like, my favorite, those are my favorite foods, uh, favorite drinks, I'm not really much of a drink person, but like, I mean, I drink soda and stuff, I'm a big fan of, like, orange soda, but, 
Pink Lemonade's pretty good. Um, I guess Root Beer, too. Motherfucking uh, Baja Blast. Those are some of my favorite drinks. Um, I don't know. I'm a big fan of uh, Brisk. The Brisk... Uh, it's a fucking flavor that I just can't find anywhere nowadays. It's like the brisk. It's like blueberry lemonade or something. Like half blueberry, half lemonade or some shit like that. It's so damn good. It's like, I would drink that. I drink one of those every single day. Like, it's super good. Like, I really, really, really enjoy it. Like, it's really good. You can't find it most places. Now they have like melon and stuff and... uh what is it, like, green apple flavored or something like that, but the one I fuck with the most is probably the blueberry one, and that's a, that's a go-to constantly, like, I'll go to those constantly, like, I like drinks like that, and then, ooh, another good, another good craving is, like, candy, dude, I, I've, like, I'd say, like, some of my favorite candies probably are, like, Skittles, Starburst, uh, I mean, I like M&Ms, I'll eat them, they, they, they sound good right now, but, you know, I like more so, like, the Starburst, Skittles, and, oh, what's it called, uh, Mike and Ike's, those are fucking good, um, Sour Patch Kids, that's the one, I was like, I'm drawing a blank, I'm drawing a blank, I don't know which one it is, um, yeah, those are good as fuck, you know, you want to know, like, one of the, the things I did the most as a kid, when we were like really, really young, we go to the 99 cent store, right? This is before I even got high and all that though. But the fact is it still makes sense today because it's still a thing. But um, we go to the 99 cent store and um, buy hella candy because you know, everything there is a dollar, which still is very fucking amazing. <laughs> Especially like if you get like your cleaning, like they have helpful shit, they're like candles, Get your cleaning supplies there, your paper plates or some shit. Silverware. I mean, there's hella cool ass shit. Like, there's underrated shit there at that store. Like, it's not about being expensive or just being a cheap person. It's like saving money and not. I mean, like I said, I mean, I buy name brand things, but, you know, I'll go and get some hand soaps and shit at, at, at the 99 cent store and, you know, candy and whatever other shit. There's a lot of helpful shit there that could help in a lot of average households, you know what I mean? Like, and they have, like, candy and stuff there, too. That's what I was thinking about. When I thought of Mike and Ike's, I was just thinking, like, dude, I had some Mike and Ike's there. There's, you know, hella... You know, you get hella beneficial shit there. I like that they have a lot of food, though. Like, like, I keep mentioning it, but candy. And and they have sodas and stuff, you know, like the mislabeled stuff. Or, I don't know. I, don't, I never knew fully where the 99 cents store, like, how they're able to get everything and just sell it for a dollar. I mean, they're making bank, though. Even But they're making bank. But that'd be kind of curious to know, like, how much an average dollar store makes in like a day or something like that should we google that shit i want to know like that's interesting i don't have a device though i'm using the i'm using the uh what's it called the the galaxy to uh to live stream this episode of the of the podcast let's get let's get some uh let's get fucking high (laughs) i can't even fucking think of the words man absolutely baked here on this program my new uh 
prescription aviators are coming in next week. They're clear, like prescription glasses. They're not sunglasses, they're actual glasses. So I'll be wearing those on the next episode of the motherfucking program. So be ready for those two. Uh, I had a dream I got a tattoo as well. It's pretty crazy. I mean, I've been thinking about them lately, but I really don't know what which one I want, really. You know what I mean? Like, I take a long time to get tattoos because I think about it for years and years or and shit like that before I make any decisions like that. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to make a... I mean, like I said, I don't really have regrets and... I'm not really a guy that would be like, oh my God, unless it's like a stupid, stupid decision, I'll sit back and like regret it. But you know, like tattoos or what I spend money on at times and shit like that. I mean, I'm going to be like, I'm not going to be like completely upset about it. You know, it makes dumbass decisions at some point in time during their life. It's like, you can't be mad at yourself for some decisions like that. Um, yeah, we're kind of all over the place in the last part of this show. Um, how long have we been going for? Oh, we're at hour 14. We're, we'll probably go for an hour 30 minutes for sure. Uh, oh, it's so early. We're just trying to um, ask for directions to my house. Awkward. Creepy. Good news for, <coughs> excuse me, just took a, the audio listeners just took a massive hit. Um, like I said, the good news for uh, this episode is that uh, the video will be available on um, Instagram. Uh, if you watch, you can watch on Instagram TV as well um, as I'm going to put it on YouTube as well. I mean, it's an exclusive, so don't get used to me wanting to do a video each and every time. It just... I don't know if fucking happens at, at times, you know what I mean? The special ones that are live and stuff. I mean, you got to be consistent and, and uh, shit like that and all that. But, hey, we can do whatever we want here. And the best part is the audio is out, available exclusively on Spotify, exclusively on Apple, available for everybody to listen to. And that's exactly what the point is. It's, we're super clear. This is super clear, too. I'm enjoying this a lot. Whew. Fucking wild, man. Fucking absolutely wild. <laughs> man, uh, we should have done a fun 420 podcast. But speaking of upcoming podcasts, ladies and gentlemen, we are in the month of May, as I just got done mentioning. And that's the March's sixth year anniversary of this podcast. And we're 345 plus episodes in crazy we we'd actually have more than 345 if you go back to the library and see episodes that i called entitled segments and stuff and a couple of the exclusive editions and stuff like that you, you'd see those ones but we'd probably be around like episode 360 something or 370 but we're, we'll get there when we get there but damn it's gonna be it's been six years um should we like we should do a podcast of us listening to like some of the best moments or some of the most uh iconic moments i mean i don't know like predictions and stuff i can't really like think about any particular episodes that come to mind but we can that that can be a task that like from now like when we end this show today 
now I just got to think about some of the best moments and play some of the best moments here and react to some of the best moments or something like that or listen to some of them or have like a little fucking wild party or some shit like that. Like, we'll be on live, and we'll be playing some music or some shit like that. That exclusive edition of Kicking It With The King for the fans might not even be available on audio. That's how special it's going to be. Maybe. Maybe so. I mean, we don't probably need to do music. We'll just have a wild-ass fucking time or something like that. And that's what we'll do, probably. But we're going we're gonna to look up... I'm definitely going to look at some of the uh, better moments and best moments of of the show that I think I've had and stuff, but um, we'll put together some of them. Like I'm, I've been putting together a lot of highlights and stuff, and I've uh, been in, I've been on my Instagram. The, the Instagram we're actually live on is the one that I've been you you know been on trying to build a little bit more, and you know because my original Instagram, as you guys know, was taken off by Instagram, uh, due to some comments made about the coronavirus and. You know, posting certain articles and per- posting certain things that, you know, are controversial and, you know, you get community, you violate the community standards on their platform, you're going to get taken off their very platform. As I'm using Instagram to stream uh, episode 345 of Kicking with the King. However, the fir- the full episode will not be available on YouTube, will not be available on Instagram TV because we we already were live on a podcast before we, when we joined the stream. It just kind of came together. I was just like, I think we're going to do it. I was like, let's fucking do it. And we did it. And these glasses are going to become a signature uh, thing of the podcast, too. So get used to them, ladies and gentlemen. Um, anything else we got? Oh, yeah, we're, gonna, we're going to about an hour and 30 minutes. Yeah, so if we want to do almost a two-hour podcast, that will be cool. <sighs> Banana cake. Or, well, not banana cake, birthday cake, excuse me. Because I was looking at this other other one. It was like banana, banana kush or something like that. I was looking at that. But I ended up uh, just going. Because that one was like a live resin. A live resin. How do you pronounce that? Live? Yeah, live resin. It was a live resin cartridge. So um, if you're familiar and you know your weeds and stuff like that, look at the, see how it's clear? It's, uh, you can literally see me through there. It's clear, right? So, it's the regular one. Like, it has THC and stuff like that. But there was some C- some CBD cartridges, too. They were purely CBD. And there's stizzies. Like, I didn't even know that. My mind was absolutely blown. I was just like, dude, I can't believe that there's only... Uh, that there's CBD cartridges. I'm like, that's clean. It doesn't even get you high. I'm like, I could literally just bring that with me and then pump my body full of CBD. <laughs> and maybe that'll heal up uh, a lot of my um, uh, pain in my wrist and stuff like that. Early signs of arthritis, folks. That's early signs of arthritis. It's like, oh my God, I can't believe it. Um, I'm just kidding. I mean, maybe so, but yeah, so... They had a couple of those flavors and stuff. So when I went and ordered, I was looking at them, but uh, looking at a bunch of different ones. But um, this one, like I said, just has the, um, it's the clear one. The live resin one was uh, like $90 or 70 something dollars. So it would almost come about to like 80 something dollars. I paid total like $66 because mind you, I, uh, this is new for me. So I never really had it delivered to me before. I mean, I've had, 
I've ordered weed from I've had people bring me weed before and shit like that off the books. But I don't know if I should have said that on Instagram. <laughs> no, I've had people like do that off the books. Uh everybody has, man. Um but you know, I've mainly always went to the shop. I mean, it's illegal, right? Especially if you're going to the freaking shop and you're just going to go pick up stuff for your friends and stuff or for whoever, you know, not a lot of people go out in public still, even though things are clear and stuff, but, uh, you know, it just, just depends on you, I guess. But for me, like I said, I, um, I don't know, I'm thinking about it now, it was very, very beneficial for me to just have it delivered. It came within one to two hours. It was super easy. No bullshit attached. And I got my product. Right here in front of my face, man. I need it. It's like, it's like your mother, it's like you motherfuckers that smoke cigarettes. It's like your guys' cigarettes, man. I gotta have it. You know, everybody's gotta have what uh, makes them happy, right? <laughs> no, no, I'm just kidding. It's a, it's, it's a peace of mind, man. It makes you, makes you feel a lot of different kind of ways for sure. But, um, yeah, man. When's the next podcast? Because I'm going to plan some crazy and some fun shit for us for next week's show as well. we got a lot to talk about. You notice the hair? I just uh, dyed it a lot, too. I just dyed it the other day. Look. Take a look at it. Take the headphones off for a second. Look at that. Look at that. Look how high I am. We're really high here on this episode, for sure. Um... Yeah, man, I got the fucking shit done, eh? Looks good. And then my uh, prescription aviators are coming in the mail next week. So we'll debut them on his episode 346 of Kicking It With The King. Um, we've got about... Um, let's do some fight picks because we've got about mm, seven minutes left here on the show before DJ the DJ comes on and the end of the show we got seven minutes we're going in for hour and 30 baby usually like do an hour but you know like I said it's fun doing long shows the longest show I've ever done was like four hours dude four hour show but what am I complaining about Ariel does it all the time I mean he used to do it all the time so I mean it's just wild, like I said. And plus, I have work. I have to get ready. I have to shower and stuff like that. Mind you, I just, like, you know, I woke up and I really haven't done anything else other than wake up and just chill and, um, you know, scroll through my phone, uh, read, you know, articles and shit like that. I mean, uh, watched a lot of the Jake Paul, uh, Flay Mayweather shit going on and all that. Just pay attention to all that shit. And then here we are. Boom. Jumped on the podcast. Uh, threw it on the shades absolutely fucking uh, blown and then go work for about 8 hours and come back come home get high <coughs> do the
was gonna say, do the same thing, return, and you know, work, sleep, work, sleep, work, sleep, work, sleep. The thing is, I love money, and it's fun, and I enjoy it. But um, yeah, like I said, I had the four days off. It felt good. We did a lot, and it'll be cool. And this is gonna be cool because I can't wait to release this episode. And then, yeah, so later, and then I'll probably release it, and it'll be available within, like, a couple of hours, for sure. And then, um, we'll be back, um, how about, we'll be back next Friday, for sure. Friday, Thursday, or Wednesday. One of those three days we'll be back, but, um, other than that, yeah, like I said, let's, let's finish up by doing some, uh, fight picks for the last uh, few minutes of the show. Um, for, so this weekend's fights uh, between Michelle Waterson versus... Um, here we go. Let's get my, let me get my phone so we really see what we got um, for this weekend. So UFC on UFC Vegas 26. It's hard to keep up with the numbers for the fight nights and stuff like that because of the... <clears throat> excuse me. Okay, so we got, uh, like I said, for Marina Rodriguez and Michelle Watterson. I'm going to go with Michelle Watterson. Obviously, like I said, she's a veteran. She's she's fought the best of the best. She's very good. She's top contender for a reason. And um, like I said, I think she's going to come out victorious. I, I mean, I think she's good. She's real, real good. She's a fan favorite, too. And she's fine as fuck, too. And her, she has a nice booty. That booty's nice. Um, Donald Cerrone versus Alex Morono. I'm going to go with Donald Cerrone. Because, like I said, an angry, pissed-off Cerrone is a motivated Cerrone. If you remember Cerrone versus Miles Jury, ooh, that was an example of a, a pissed-off Cerrone. So we're going to see, hopefully see that one. Cowboy Cerrone, I'm counting on you, motherfucker. Get the job done. I'm picking Cowboy Cerrone. Um, I say he finishes Alex Morono. All-time leader at wins. Wins and bonuses and performance bonuses or some shit like that. Cowboy Cerrone is a fucking record holder for sure. And a Hall of Famer. So I'm picking Cowboy Cerrone to win. Um, Neil Magny versus Jeff Neal. Oof. Jeff Neal gets his hands on Neil Magny. I mean, Neil Magny is a really big, uh, big, big fight for Jeff Neal. Jeff Neal's obviously been in the main event against um, Wonder Boy, so he knows what uh, what championship like essentially fighting a guy, a guy as tough as Wonder Boy and a guy who's been in a lot of championship level fights himself. But uh, it's really interesting to see. I mean, Jeff Neal's super good, so this is an underrated fight. That's why I was like, dude, I'm surprised this isn't a five-rounder. As I just got done saying earlier, I'm like, I'm surprised this isn't a five-rounder. And I'm interesting, uh, interested to see what happens in this fight. I mean, obviously, like I said, a win for either man is just going to you know, put them one step closer. Not to a title, but probably like closer to top contenders. And, you know, obviously, like I said, Jeff Neal's a top contender. Neil Magny's a top contender. I mean, they both have impressive, you know, some impressive victories under their books. I mean, Neil Magny beating Robbie Lawler like he did. I mean, Neil Magny's a, 
uh, you know, force to be reckoned with. He's he's really good, man. He's really really good. So I'm excited for that one, and um, I'm gonna go with Neil Magny to pull it off. I think he's gonna beat Jeff Neal. If Jeff Neal does win, I think he's gonna knock him out, for sure. All right, uh, Maurice Green versus Marcos Rogelio de Lima. I'm gonna go with Maurice Green to to win by decision. Um, Diego Ferreira versus Gregor Gillespie. That's an interesting fight, especially if uh, curious to see how Gillespie do, uh does. Is this his first fight back since losing to Kevin Lee? Like he was out for a while, I think. Yeah, then he came back, and then boom. You know, I, I'm gonna go with Gregor Gillespie there. I mean, Diego Ferreira is very good. If anything, you could take him down, but Gregor Gillespie has fantastic wrestling, and that would be a hard task for anybody to do. So I'm I'm curious to know if it doesn't end on the feet, where is where the fight would go. That's where we're gonna have it. I can't wait for that one. That's gonna be excellent. I'm excited for this all of these fights though. Like we got a whole entire weekend of fights, and they starting with the fights starting today with Bellator later, and then tomorrow the UFC, Canelo taking on Billy Joe Saunders. Fucking crazy, man. Excited. And I'm very excited for it. We got a lot. Um, Angela Hill versus Amanda Rebos. I'm going to go with Amanda Rebos defeating Angela Hill. Kyle Dawkins versus Phil Hawes. Hayes. And Ludovic Clean. I mean, I'm going to go with Kyle Dawkins, but uh, I don't really know who the other people are, so we're not going to really... Uh, I don't know. I don't like predicting stuff. I don't... People I don't know. I just place bets and stuff like that. And... And do and do some shit like that, you know what I mean? But anyways, guys, I think that is it for us today. It's been an hour minutes of greatness here on this episode of Kicking It with the King. We'll be back for sure next week. I cannot wait. This time next week, tune in. Don't miss it, ladies and gentlemen. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at real G the King on Twitter, um, G the King underscore official on Instagram. KWTK pod obviously just to follow like share and review obviously five star reviews obviously um Spotify available on Spotify Apple everywhere you get your shows ladies and gentlemen wherever it's most convenient for you like I said follow the link in Insta bio to access everything the pod everything to do with the podcast all my social medias and everything else ladies and gentlemen this video will be available the video edition of this episode exclusively will be available on youtube and um we could put it on spotify we would but i don't know how to do that and um obviously be available everywhere else you get your shows ladies and gentlemen so without further ado we are out of here dj it's all yours baby see you guys next time we're out of this bitch bye folks